Where was I going with this story? <laughs> drinking. Company drinking. card. Booze. Work event. How much are you drinking? Work event. People getting Don't drunk. Don't have a drink. Welcome to We're All Just Fakin'. Today we are talking about the power of gratitude and positive thinking. Does positive thinking actually work? With us today we have Steph, Dana, Braylon, and myself, Blaze. To start us uh-huh. off, <laughs> to start us off, did anyone fake it last week? Nope. I was on vacation. I didn't do shit. I'm jealous. I wish I was on vacation. <laughs> You also had a merchathon, like a huge one. Oh yeah, I did a merchathon. That was a lot oh, of yeah. fun. I I did it on like a Tuesday, so I had plenty of time. Tuesday was like a week away by now, so it was like <laughs> like two weeks ago in my brain. No, that was a shit ton of fun. No faking it though. That was actually like I had a little bit of anxiety before I started it, which was really dumb because it's like. I feel That's like a lot dumb. of people get that anxiety. What if no one shows up? Of course people are going to show up. At least the same three people that watch you every time are going to show up. Stop being ridiculous. And then I just started it and it was fine. <laughs> I'm so mad I missed that. That was like Stupid Dana. training. When she was like, no one's going to come to my birthday stream. And we were like, stop. <laughs> I know, because sometimes <laughs> I do important streams and then that's like the one day I, I pick is when everyone's busy. I, I have a knack for doing that. And I was like, everyone's going to be busy. No one's going to come. Um, that's going to be like the it for me. But Your friends, you I hope, like would always show up on your birthday, though. It's your birthday. Yeah, I mean, I guess. But like in real life, my birthday doesn't mean shit. <laughs> well... The cool thing about birthday streams is you can always count on at least a couple of randoms to come in and be like, hi, happy birthday, and then they fuck off. That's oh, that's fine. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no, can't relate. <laughs> Next year. Next year. What about anybody think. else? Um, you guys I do was in all of you last had week. big stuff going on last week. Yeah, oh my god. It was just, I, I was there basically from 9am <laughs> to like 4 or 5pm just doing work or training the whole time. And I wouldn't say I really faked it because I mean, there wasn't anything too fake. I was just traveling. Yes, but, but you were like networking a bit as well? Kind of. I don't know. All I can think about is moving to the other team now, and I'm like, <laughs> fuck. Like, come on. Can I? Please? It's good to have goals. It's good to have goals. Yeah, I'm just <laughs> trying to figure out how to make it happen. But other than that, I didn't really fake it. We can talk more later about ways that you could potentially help yourself make that happen. (laughs) I mean, okay, to be fair, I could message one of them or I could keep looking at the job boards. I was going to say just more like manifestation wise. Oh, well, yeah. (laughs) Put it in the hands of the Oracle, darling. (laughs) um last week what was last week it was my husband's birthday last week we did a lot of stuff with family 
and hanging out. It was nice. Um, my faking it was probably when I thought that we were going to go out for just like pizza and beers and be home by seven. And then everybody was like, oh, no, I like I literally went to the bathroom when I came back and everybody was like, all right, so we're going to billiards. And I'm just like, huh? And they're like, oh, yeah, we all want to go play pool. And then we didn't get home till 11. So I had to just be like, OK, <laughs> fun. <Yay>. Let's go. <laughs> but it was really fun, which honestly happens. I feel like anytime I fake anything, it ends up being OK. Like, you just have to fake it to get yourself there, and then you're like, oh, okay, this is fine. Yeah, it's like you don't want to do it, and then you're there, and you're actually enjoying yourself. Do you ever feel like when you get home, you're like, man, I kind of, like, that was really fun, but I kind of wish I had just come straight home and, like, got into my jammies and, like, was playing. Sometimes, (laughs) but that was not one of those days. We were home by 10, 15, so, like, that was great, but okay, just much later than I had anticipated. (laughs) I mean, if especially had, if it's a weekday and you got to go to work the next day. Like, oh, that's late. <laughs> I would have not done that on a weekday. <laughs> Bye. Dana, what about you? Did you fake it at all last week? Yeah, I did. Um, but unfortunately, I wasn't like, yay, I'm so glad I faked it because it wasn't – It was. I uh, ended up um, not even, like, in a jokey way, like, genuinely um, traumatized. Um, so – yeah not the best thing i wish it had gone differently um but you don't know things until you um try them and um don't think i'll be doing it again personally but i don't want to talk about it in too much detail because i don't want to put anyone else off doing it in the future because i know it can be a really scary thing but you try it everyone should do it even if you get traumatized but hopefully not (laughs) even if you get traumatized (laughs) Dana hopes to try it. Um, So, yeah. I I think that. It's a pretty eventful week for all of us, I'd have to say. I know. Some weeks it's just like, eh, I just went to work. (laughs) It literally, we all were doing things. That's so interesting. Yeah, mine's been affecting me all week. I'm just hoping next week is better. I hope so, too. I mean, you can only go so low before you have to start going back up. That yeah. see, that's why I always tell myself <laughs> it can only get better from here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I'm still in a lot of pain, and then I have my crowns on Tuesday. So I mean, it could go worse for me. I won't lie to you, um, but we're we're trying to be positive thinking. That's what today is all about. So um, manifest that shit. It's behind yeah. you. That's the most important part. Yeah. The time will pass anyway. I remind myself of that all the time if there's something that needs to get done or I know something's going to take a lot of time. Whether you start today or not, the time is going to pass anyway. The sooner you get it done, the better. And then it's done. It's over with. It's behind you. You can move on with other things that are more daunting that you want to do even less. (laughs) (laughs) Do you guys typically practice gratitude? I was going to ask the exact same thing. I know. Because we're on the same page. <laughs> Literally. The same. We're looking at the same page. Literally. <laughs> um, I use the five-minute journal, which if you aren't familiar, the five-minute journal, every morning you write down three things you're grateful for and three things that would make today great. And then at the end of the day, you write down three highlights. 
Um, and when you do that every day, it really forces you to think about like all the little tiny things like, oh, my bed is so comfy. I'm so happy for a warm shower. Like I ate a really good meal. Like those are the types of things I end up writing in there. The weather was really nice. I love the fine finite journal. I don't actually have one, but I took all the questions that they have in it and, <laughs> and put it into something else. Hey, it so, works. Yeah, it's great. I love it. It makes you really think about the small things every day. I yeah, find so too. I, I also. Do you I, use I the have, five minute I journal? A, I have a five minute journal. <laughs> I can't remember to fill out the motherfucking thing. So what I did is I made a whole Notion template and then I made that like a template in the database and then I just add a new page every day with an automation and and then I can fill it out like if I'm sitting at a stoplight on my way to work or if I – because like the physical fucking book is the problem. The oh, physical see, mine book lives is where on I, my like, nightstand. I mine, I I lives on my nightstand and it's just I get up – get up and it's the first thing I do. It's just like literally right there. And I just grab it. You're in it's the habit. Like, You're in the yeah. habit already. I that was bought the habit. About two weeks <laughs> and I fell off. So then I added it to my phone and I fell off again because I got overwhelmed with making too many Notion templates and that one little hyperfixation <laughs> for that week. So it's in there somewhere. And now I want to work it into my main Notion template, which I'm learning a lot and we're getting there. But I think about gratitude a lot. I just don't write it down anywhere. <laughs> I was watching a video like a couple of weeks ago when I was going down this huge rabbit hole. But basically it was about journaling and the dude pretty much he had like a physical copy. He had a copy on his phone and then like one other copy and he just switches between all of them depending on what he's doing. And I really like the idea. It doesn't have to be in one spot. You can journal anywhere. And just See, add it later. I kind of like the that. rigidity for me. I like like that it's like okay, it's it's only here. You like have to do it first yeah. thing because otherwise you go for work and then your journal's at home and you're you're screwed. <laughs> but I like that. I think that's more helpful for people. It's like having oh, I have like four journals and I just kind of rotate between them depending on. What I, I struggle need. with the rigidity, like having in one spot doesn't work for me so i have to have it in multiple spots because otherwise like steph i'm not gonna touch it <laughs> when am i ever gonna be without this fucking thing yeah if exactly. i don't have this i have the ipad when i also have I'm mine in notion waiting. i have it in notion <laughs> and then i have a physical and then i have like the one of the journaling apps on my phone as well so I like having it in Notion though because like I can I can customize it to be more. So I want to get back into Bujoing this year because I felt like that was like really therapeutic. Um, like Bujo scrapbooking I hate Bujo. kind of. That's why I, I like Notion. I <laughs> love the aesthetic of Bujo, but it's like I don't want to Bujo like my to do list. I want to Bujo like a scrapbook. So like I have a physical scrapbook we never fill out, but I love to take the photos of stuff. I just never get to use them on anything. So I may, I got Bujo pages for Procreate, and then I'm just going to scrapbook it. Um, but it's – sorry. So I like having my gratitude in Notion, though, because then I can also tie, like, um, something that's been super helpful, which I learned from the artist way, is two minutes of uh, conscious thought writing. Oh, yeah. And what are those called? Morning pages. Morning pages. So it's, like, the yeah. first thing that you do in you the morning. And it, it's word been, vomit. 
It's been so nice because it's like I don't even like the writing aspect of it, which I guess you're supposed to write because it's like that part of your brain. But I just type. I just two minutes of conscious fucking typing first thing in the morning before I touch get all your thoughts out. Right. Yeah. And it goes in the same template as my gratitude. So the gratitude is at the top. The daily morning pages are at the bottom and it's all like condensed. And I have search function. So I'm like, oh, you know, I was really stressed out about that one thing that other day. I can search for it. Yeah. I did that while I was gone. Actually, you did? all the work stuff. Yeah, I was just like, I had too many thoughts and I had, had to get work on it. So, yeah. Um, Dana, do you have a way that you practice gratitude, even if it's something small? Um, I can't really think of anything, honestly. Like, I genuinely, my whole mind has just gone blank the minute we mentioned gratitude. <laughs> I'm sure <laughs> something will, like, jog my memory and I'll be like, oh, shit, that. But um, for a minute, I'm like, I have no idea. The 100 um, happy days. You oh, do that. Totally. Yeah. That's yeah. completely. That is gratitude. Even the um, if you've seen the movie like Soul and they talk about like finding your spark and that goes along with like people who talk about glimmers, which is just like really nice little moments in your day where like something beautiful happens or you see something pretty. Like I find that is an act of gratitude too. If like I'm standing outside and the sun is on my face and a nice breeze comes and I'm just looking at like white puffy clouds, I might be like, wow, this is like so nice right now. And then that's, I find like a way of like a a more present gratitude. You're like acknowledging the thankfulness in the very moment that it's happening to you. That's so cool. Glitters are the opposite of triggers. Google. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you say glitters? I've always heard them as glimmers, glimmers. but maybe. Oh, glimmers. glimmers yeah. Glimmers yeah, is glimmers the opposite of trigger. trigger. It like is a nice where you're like you, it, the movie soul. I think the Disney movie shows it really well where he's like smelling the pizza and like there's leaves blowing by and it's just like this beautiful little moment. So yeah, that's a way that you can practice it throughout the day. How those my mouse moments. Mouse moment is supposed to be when you're eating alone. That's it? It's <laughs> yes. just when you're eating? You can't just have a when mouse you're eating by yourself. When you're... Oh. <laughs> but if you want to okay. call them mouse moments, no one's going to stop you. <laughs> I didn't get that. I, it, didn't, it didn't dawn on me that every I single could TikTok be wrong. is when mouse moments are eating. No, I could be wrong, but right. I think it's when you're eating by yourself and you're just like, okay. <laughs> yeah, because isn't okay. it like based off one of the like creature comforts where they're like eating a Smartie or something? It's like a little mouse and he's eating a little thing and he's just like. (laughs) Okay. But if you want to call them mouse moments, I think that's cute. If you want to come up with your own name, you should. No, I like glimmers. (laughs) I don't, I don't have to be different. I just, you know, didn't register that every fucking person's eating in those TikToks. (laughs) They all are eating. (laughs) (laughs) They're just like people like chilling in their car, like enjoying life. Uh, that's that's really funny Uh, (laughs) i think that's hysterical i wonder now i wonder if there's any trends where i have just completely misunderstood what the trend was (laughs) because i wonder why my trends don't do well that's probably why (laughs) (laughs) you're just doing them wrong (laughs) oh my gosh I've never felt fucking older than navigating TikTok. I'm Sometimes, like, can yes. your youngins show me what to do? Like I used to be. Ha- <laughs> but see, then again, I never understood trends growing up either. Like oh, yeah. the Amanda show was really popular when I was a kid. I didn't get it. 
And now that I'm an adult, like I see it as like the dumb humor that it was and that's why it was funny. But I'm like, I didn't think it was funny. I felt that way about Napoleon Dynamite the first time I saw it. I was like, I don't get it. This is the weirdest movie ever. I don't understand. Like, and then everybody was laughing, and I was like, I, I don't. <laughs> this is a weird movie. But now, of course, I love it. <laughs> I'm sorry, I the movie's it. not. It, it was not funny. But it's like we love it because it's like a cult classic now. At this point, right? I, mean, I think it's funny now. Just sixth grade me was just like, what is this? <laughs> I've never seen it, but. One of the many movie reasons night. why I think I'm just a tiny <laughs> yes, bit on this Yes, movie night. M- movie night. We need to watch Napoleon Dynamite. Fuck yeah. I'm down. I'm down. So other than the five-minute journal, what else do you guys do? I do the glimmers. I try to notice them. I do the 100 Happy Days as well. Um, I should do that. Do you guys vocalize to your loved ones like gratitude or appreciation? Just oh, like, all the just time. Like extra, just like randomly. Well, I've been trying to get in the habit of like telling Brona more. Like, thank you for doing the dishes. Thank you for swapping the laundry for me. My so. big thing is I tell people all the time I appreciate them like in person. Like people at my work. Anytime somebody does something for me. They thank you so much. I appreciate you so much. I feel like I kind of do that online too, but it's more in person. I definitely online and in real life say like I appreciate you or I appreciate you for that or I appreciate um, you doing that or a lot that means a lot yeah Mm. recently as well I've been saying like thank you for being kind to people because I realized that not everyone is kind so that anyone taking the time to be kind to me I am gonna be very appreciative of because the world sucks sometimes and it's nice to have like a couple of people who are just just nice and and they don't need to be they don't have to be but they are i think that's really nice i need to get better at that that. i was talking to rona about that the other day like it's so it's so easy to just like not be fucking mean to people it's really easy like just just give people a little bit of space you don't know what the fuck they're dealing with it's not easy though if you're not nice to yourself at all that's the people that like if you're like super it's that's just how they are to them so that's that. how they're going to be with everyone but i think for most people they're they it's not as difficult just some people it's like you're never going to get them to be nice cuz they're not nice I can to totally themselves. agree with that but i, I was do a agree miserable son of a bitch before and it took changing how i talk to myself for me to like make it easier to then like I would have never given people the that grace, right? But because I give myself that grace and that patience, I'm more likely to give it to other people. I can definitely agree with that. Misery totally. fucking loves company. Yes, yes, for sure. How do you guys um, practice like positive thinking? Like outside of gratitude, that's one thing. But like thinking positively. How do you how do you define that or what does it look like in your life? See, I was keeping the 100 happy day challenge for this one because I find <laughs> looking for just one good thing in your whole day, I find really helps me with positive thinking because before I used to be very negative. I would always think about everything bad that happened, like this went wrong and then that went wrong. And it was like a cycle because I kept thinking about everything that had gone wrong. So anything else that went wrong was like immediately added into my list of things that had gone wrong for that day. 
so then it was kind of like forcing myself because when I first did the happy day challenge it was like forcing myself to um think of one one thing that made me happy that whole day and so now it's really nice to be able to go okay I had a really shit day or I was ill all day but I had a I had nice cuddles with my cat or I had a really nice drink and that made me feel a bit happier you know like or the sunset was really pretty it doesn't have to be a big thing to 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 bring some positivity into your life I think that really helps me with positive thinking do you think it's gotten easier since you've done the 100 happy days yeah does it feel more natural big things so much I'm just like what actually made me happy oh we we got like a cake okay that made me happy (laughs) someone brought in donuts okay that's me it's very valid like that could make your whole day you know having donuts at work like that's totally understandable (laughs) I I prefer to shorten it just donuts it's not even that someone brought them it's that there's donuts in my presence in my vicinity (laughs) just the fact that they exist yes whoever came up with donuts thank you I would like the hole back in my donut. You did take part of my donut. I want to know what happens with those holes, and I don't think they're donut holes. I just don't understand. I don't understand. No, they are donut holes. Or they mush it back together in the dough, and they get returned into donuts. I don't know either. I still, I still feel like I'm missing part of my donut. <laughs> I, I know that we can watch an episode of How It's Made and understand why there is a ring in donuts, but I don't actually feel like there is a reason. Other than You could just donuts. get jam ones. <laughs> Yeah, get jelly filled. Yeah. And there's yeah, no I'm, I'm not a huge fan of jelly feel, filled. You're not? I mean, they're all like right, but they're not milk. my favorite. Oh, but like real fruit. fruit. Okay. Definitely. Like <laughs> she said, wait a second. Yeah, lemon real custard? fruit filled is the deal breaker. I don't like like that syrup shit that they put in, but I'm oh, sorry. I, I got love off that. Topic. Give uh, me the raspberry. <laughs> okay, yeah, we did. Um, I was going to say something. Um, yeah. Am I going to remember what it was though? Oh, um, going back to like, how do I stay positive And like, what does that look like for me? Um, I've always been a really positive person, but I didn't really know how to like put it into words or like that that was even a thing. Um, but like <laughs> I did a really heavy dose of mushrooms one time and it like really helped me envision. I could literally visualize like two, when I looked forward, there was like two worlds and they were split 50, 50 and one side was like dark and scary and like smoke was coming out of it. And the other side was like bright and beautiful and like full of butterflies and sparkles. And to me, it was like, I could choose which one I was going to go to. It was like, okay, I can go over here and I'm going to have a really bad time or I can go over here and it's going to be beautiful and lovely. And that's how I think of positive thinking. All of those things exist at once, all of the dark and the yucky and the icky and all of the good. And it's, what are you shifting your focus to? It's like, it's like I'm a horse with blinders sometimes. Like, what am I going to choose to focus on more? And that's, that's like how I think of it. That's been, I feel like that's kind of how I've been retraining my brain. Like positive thinking for me has definitely been a lot of reparenting because like Mm -hmm. I'm the kind of person up until like maybe three or four years ago, I'd call myself a piece of shit like every single day, like very unhappy person. Even when we started this podcast, you were, you were, you were working on that. We're working on it. And it's sometimes we get a little bit mean with ourselves, like especially with like working out. It's just now it's just like, listen, listen, Steph. Steph, I'm so fucking disappointed in you. Bruh, 
come on, you had this. You fucking said you were going to get up. Why didn't you get up? Okay, we're going to do it tomorrow. Okay, no, today, right now. You're going to get your ass on that bike. I got a medicine ball. So I'm, I just, I've been, I've been giving myself more grace than I probably should have, but it's been a lot of repairing. Dude, take walks. That is the easiest way to move your body. Do we live in the same fucking state? You wake up, you, you go in the evening. It's an after dinner walk. It's beautiful. Try it. You will like it. You get Rona. You get Inso. You do a little 8 p.m., 8.30 p.m. walkie walk. It's dark. <laughs> That's why you have Mike. <laughs> gotta get punted. There's no way he's gonna go with me. There's if you no leave way. at I... eight, it won't be dark because it doesn't get dark until like eight thirty or ish. We'll see. I I, I live in an up and coming part of the neighborhood, but I still kind of live in the ghetto. <laughs> I don't Our walk around at night. <laughs> sunsets are at seven thirty right now. So it would probably yeah, be a dark. dark. I feel like it gets darker later for you guys. Like every time I go to Missouri that's- during the summer, it didn't get dark till like 10 p.m. And I'd be like, what is going on? Yeah, that's that's really that. early. I'm kind of surprised because, mm-hmm. yeah, it doesn't that. get dark here until like 8 9. Yeah, we don't have that. I don't so know why. Weird. Okay. <laughs> so it's <laughs> not weird. That's a struggle. Right. And I get frustrated huh. with myself because it's a matter of getting up early or just doing it after work, but I end up working late. I have a million excuses for it. So, like, my positive thinking usually comes with the caveat of being realistic. I don't – I'm not the kind of person that likes to live in la-la land, and I will not lie to myself to make myself feel better. So if I feel like something fucky is going on at work, I'm not just going to, like, choose to focus on the positives. Like, no, we're going to figure out what the fuck is going on at work. (laughs) And it eats at me. So it's it's, – Staying positive and getting out of my own head, right? Because, like, then I'm hyperventilating that I'm going to lose my fucking job. But really, they're just trying to figure out, like, it has nothing to do with me. You know what I mean? All that stress for nothing. (laughs) Something I found helpful with, like, the um, voice in your head, which I'm still working on. I feel like it's, like, something you have to consistently work at because if you don't, then you fall back into bad habits. But um, it's actually Braylon who um, who I remember saying in one of her earlier streams when I first found her that was saying like if you find it hard to be nice to yourself or look in the mirror and say nice things to yourself, imagine it's like one of your friends saying it. Like imagine it's Braylon saying something nice to you because she wouldn't call you a piece of shit. So, you know, it's a lot easier. Whereas like you would call yourself a piece of shit. So it's a bit harder to imagine that you would never say that. Um so yeah I find that quite helpful sometimes um other times I have to be a bit like not rough with myself but like be like come on you wanted to do this you're psyching yourself out come on let's just like be a big girl let's have a little cry finish our little cry and then fucking do the thing we want to do that is the crux for me is how do I be stern yet kind and not enable myself because, like, I feel like it's so easy when you are really nice to yourself to be like, oh, we don't need to work out. Like, you can easily talk yourself out of it in a yeah, nice way. easily. And yeah. it's like, I always think of it like you have to be like a really good athletic trainer, almost. A good type of athletic trainer is going to motivate you, push you past your boundaries slightly so that you grow, but make sure that you don't get injured. And that's kind of the line that I like 
try to teeter with myself is how can I push myself so that I grow, but I'm also being kind to myself. I find it's really hard sometimes. <laughs> it's, it's, it's super hard. So something my therapist also told me, like, especially being ADHD, a lot of ADHD people, like you can't give yourself the opportunity to talk yourself out of it. So it's like waking up in the morning, like I barely got here on time. I should have just woken up and my first alarm went off, but I thought it was too early. I went to bed too late, et cetera, et cetera. And I ended up like being super fucking late. <laughs> Blaze, how do you like think of positivity? Like, what does it mean to you? How do you stay positive? <laughs> like you, I'm a very uh, positive person. But I think one of the quotes that really resonated with me early on is like, without darkness, you wouldn't appreciate the light. So without the bad, you wouldn't appreciate the good. I have and a I different think version that's of that. I always like really stick with. I love that. And I, I, I don't look at bad things that happen to me as being like all bad. I look at them as a way There's to learn and to grow. Yeah. Totally. And then that helps me better look at, like, all the good things in my life. What I love that. Version, um, without the sour, the sweet wouldn't taste. Yes, that's another one. <laughs> it, I love that. Yeah, it, it would be no sweet if you didn't also know what the opposite of that was. Mm-hmm. I love There's that. like so I many different you, versions gotta, of that. Yeah. I, I say you got to experience what you don't want before you realize what you do. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's very similar to that's funny. I, uh, I love it. I do think I, I definitely like look at bad experiences and I, I say this with a grain of salt because I haven't had a very traumatizing life. So I do understand that not everybody maybe wants to do this or is able to do this. Um, but I do try to look at all the bad experiences that happened to me as lessons. Um, there's a lesson to be had in, in everything. Um, it's not always easy to see what that is, but if you kind of have that mindset a little bit, sometimes it can help me work through uncomfortable situations i guess helps you justify in a way kind of yeah which honestly it's a good segue right like training your brain affirmations manifestations vision boards just general therapy what what do you guys use i've always wanted to make a vision board i've never made a fucking vision board i don't think they work for Same. me Here's why I have this theory about vision boards and neurodivergent people. So, you know, that neurodivergent people, we are thinking about things on like three speed. Like we are thinking about three times, maybe more the amount of information as a neurotypical brain. Like our brains are constantly just like thinking about stuff. So I feel like we just naturally think about our futures and the things that we want and all that more. Like I don't need a vision board to look at it, to be reminded because I'm constantly just thinking about things it's gonna come up often do you know what i mean you're like you're hilarious <laughs> I, don't, I don't need a vision board i've been hyper fixating on this shit for like the last like, six weeks <laughs> my brain just like is like okay here we go <laughs> i don't know if that makes any sense but i feel like we just think about a lot of stuff so i i don't need visual reminders for everything 
I'm making that into a sticker. I don't need a vision board. I hyperfixate. But I do like to manifest. And by manifest, I just mean I think about what I want and I kind of envision myself having those things already. That's all I do. And I think all it is is being aware of the things that you want because so many people go through life and they don't know what they want. So I think taking a second to be like, this is what I want and envisioning you having it, you will then take steps to get there naturally. It's not, there's no magic to it. It's just be conscious about what you want and you will naturally take baby steps to work towards that. I'm definitely the type of person who tends to not know what I want, which I think is why I'm like almost hyper fixing on the idea of moving to the other team this week. Because now that I know this is something you do that I want, want it. Yes. I'm like, how do I get this to happen? <laughs> So something that's always kind of resonated with me, and I, I feel like that's why like the the name of our podcast like just came so easily to us, right? We're all just faking it. Because at the end of the day, right, like let's say, let's just take my very, very specific situation. I want to be a marketing director, right? There is no one not already. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. There is no one individual thing that makes you a marketing director. It is the act of marketing directing that makes you the marketing director, right? Be the person that you want to be. So it, that said, I am a marketing director. I am. I acted as a marketing director my entire career, and now I finally have the title to go with it. Just act. There is no single individual thing that's going to flip the switch and then you're going to automatically be that person. Like, Just be the person. Do the things. If you want to be a fucking adventurous person and go and meet people and be charismatic and outgoing and confident, you have to start doing that. You already have the capability now to do it. Just fucking start. Just do it. Nike. Nike had it right. (laughs) I was thinking of Shia LaBeouf, not Nike. (laughs) Just do it. Yes. (laughs) Go do it. Literally me to every person around me. (laughs) Dana, what about you? How do you feel like you train your brain? Like, do you like manifestation or affirmations, vision boards? Um, So when Steph said about the, um, uh, the, um, the, um, vision boards I also said like I would like to do them too but like I just I don't even know where to start with them but they seem like such a such a cool idea um but I I use affirmations all the time um Braylon actually very nicely um um gave me some affirmations when I was going to the dentist to help me and I still use those um every time I go and I'm trying to learn a bit more about affirmation um manifestation I have loads of books on my shelf to kind of help with that um I just need like to actually read them uh, when I have a second because I don't really have a second anymore <laughs> I will have soon though and then um yeah I can't wait to to get more into manifestation maybe use my crystals a bit more um as well I always make sure I have like the right crystal with me for the moment that I need as well um so yeah definitely crystals definitely affirmations I want to get more into manifestation as well um like more mindfulness in that as well and if anyone this is hard 
It oh is. God. If anyone listening doesn't know what affirmations are or like has heard about them, but you're like, what is that? Or it sounds cheesy. I just think of it like things that you want to remember that your brain can't tell you. So if you're like going to the dentist, for instance, Dana, you might like want a reminder to just say like, I know that I'm good in good hands and I'm safe here. Whatever it is, uh, just things that your brain is not going to tell you that it would be nice if it would. And you can then you can just read them to yourself. Yeah, my um, favorite one is this is temporary and will help me. Like such an amazing reminder to have that like you were doing something hard, but was good for you. I love that. I have an app called I Am and it it's kind of annoying. It prompts you to like pay for it, but you can just hit the X button and it will send you anywhere between like two and ten affirmations a day in specific categories that you're interested in. So like if you want to work on self-love or body positivity or like career uh, affirmations, it'll feed you those. And I'm in the habit that if it's like an affirmation that I like, I will go and post it in my Discord because I have an affirmations channel. So like anyone is welcome to resonate with it. And then I don't clear it from my notifications. And then every single time I need to go into my notifications, I see that affirmation again. And I try to see it at least like five or six times I love throughout that. the day before I clear it away and get another one. I need um, that. That's it helps. good. It helps. Sometimes I'll just say it to my husband. Like he thinks all the shit that we're talking about today, he just – he. Finds it so fucking cringe. It's just oh, the kind same. of that he is. It is cringe, <laughs> though. Live in the cringe. Live, Live in the cringe. In the cringe. Here's, <laughs> here's what I say on that. Are you really going to go through life unhappy because you're afraid of some fucking rando thinking you're cringe? You shouldn't. It's sad if you do. <laughs> some people That's are out there doing fuck. that. <laughs> I'll tell you right now, you're being fucking dumb. You are robbing yourself of the opportunity to be happy because you're worried about someone else who doesn't pay your fucking bills. They don't pay your goddamn bills. Who fucking cares what they think? There's like two billion people on this planet. Fuck them. I love the quote that true confidence is not thinking that you're better than everybody else. It's not caring what other people think of you. I love that. Will you send that? Will you post that that somewhere? I love that so much. That's going on my desk at work. Let's let's, let's, let's battle that imposter syndrome. I'm not confident. I don't know what I'm doing. Bitch, you've been doing this for how long? How long have you been doing this? You know what you're doing. (laughs) Does imposter syndrome ever go away? I don't know. (laughs) I I don't know. I I talk to CEOs and CMOs that have imposter syndrome. So I love love knowing that it only happens to people that are actually qualified for the job that they're doing. (laughs) That does, that would make me feel better as well. I feel like the only people who don't have imposter syndrome are just people who like literally don't give a shit about their jobs. They're just like coasting through. Probably. Yeah. But even I feel like even then you might still have some a little bit. I just there are just some people that baffle me because they genuinely don't give a shit like at all about anything. And I just There's negatives to that though. It's good to care about stuff. Yeah, I agree. I think it's I think it's a fraud stuff. I don't think there's people on this planet that exist that don't care about anything. I think it's a front. You do? Completely. I can see that. Yeah. It's a protective shield. By not caring yeah. about anything, I'm not going to get yeah. hurt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've been there. 
I've been that kind of person. There's lots of things that I give a shit about. I just nothing that I wanted to let people think that I give a shit about because I was too fucking cool for school or something. Like, <laughs> I I don't know what my problem was. I'm not a nice person, guys. Like, I know I say that a lot. I was not. I It's been a long fucking time. And now I'm just like, why would I ever not want to live the way that I am now? Like, just be fucking nice to people. It's really not that hard. <laughs> Including yourself. Well, so, like- I get annoyed. I get annoyed all the time. You also were the person you needed to be for that time as well. I was going to say something along those lines. You have to like be content with with who you are at every stage of life because they're there to help you get somewhere else. You know what I mean? If you wouldn't have been maybe so deep in the depths of like hating yourself, maybe you wouldn't have even wanted to work on it and you wouldn't have gotten yourself to where you are now. That's true. That's so true. Like that. Like it. See, it was like little mini therapy sessions. Man, man, guys, I'm sorry. I don't mean to deviate. I fucking love my therapist, though. She calls me out. She's like, remember this time last week when you said that you were going to do this? Have you done it? No. <laughs> Why? Because I forgot. Did you write it down? No. <laughs> Are you following your systems? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, therapists should call you out. It's like low-key what they're there for. They're supposed to be like a friendly person to be like, you didn't do what you said you were going to do. Oh, she's great. She's like, remember when I told you you get 15 minutes to get the work chat out and then we're going to work on the actual stuff that you need to work on? I'm like, yes. 15 minutes? I get 15 minutes in your therapy session? Oh just just God. to talk about work. I get 15 minutes to talk about work and then I'm done. I talk about work? Yes. yes. Okay, that has been therapy for me for like the last like as long as I've been in therapy. It's been a work bitching session because that is the most triggering part of my life. That is what I, I invest all my energy into. So now so she's unique. like, no, we're not doing it. You're done with the work bullshit. You got 15 minutes to get out of your system and we're going to work on the stuff that you need to work on. She's fucking great. I love her. She sounds great. <laughs> She sounds really great. Do um, you a little do, do any of you guys um practice like getting rid of your limiting beliefs? Like thinking that you can't do stuff or that you're not good enough for things or that oh, oh. that that's not made for me or like oh yes. I can't do that. Completely. You know what I've replaced that with? If they can do it, why can't I? Why are they so special? Okay, I like that. <laughs> I always remind myself that everything I thought that I couldn't do I've managed to do like every time I thought I can't do this I can't see my like I can't envision who I will be after that day I just remind myself that every single time I felt like that I've done the thing and I've come out the other side that's literally so good I'm very proud of you that's awesome (laughs) Because that is what you have to do. You have to like, when your brain is being illogical, you have to be like, wait a second, but I did this and this and this and this and this. I'm clearly capable. It why is my stupid little monkey brain being like, you suck. You can't do that. You've survived everything up until this point. Literally, that is another one thing that I say to myself. Like, you've survived everything. What makes you think you're not going to survive this too? I recently saw... A TikTok where a girl was like, your body meant to be uncomfortable. It's meant to go through pain. 
your nervous system is meant to handle really uncomfortable situations. Like your body is very well prepared to handle anything that life could throw at you. And I was like, I love that. That is like a great, I just thought that was awesome. My, I, I heard one the other day where it's like a trigger warning suicide. Um, it's like if, if you, whether you've, you've failed your attempts or you haven't made it to that point, you're not struggling with depression. Depression is struggling with you. I love that. That shit was so fucking empowering. <laughs> it's good to find these little nuggets of empowerment because sometimes when your brain is just not functioning the way you want it to, it can remember those little tiny, it's like a little tiny, hey, remember this? And then it, it can help you get to a more reasonable state. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know. Why? Why? It, it just took me so long to, like, realize that I didn't have to talk to myself that way, you know? And then when you realize you don't have to talk to yourself that way, it just kind of changes everything around you. Because then if you don't have to talk to yourself that way, you damn sure don't have to talk to other people that way. A lot of stuff. Pl I want to make a vision board now. I you should it. do it in Canva. You can make them in Canva. You don't even have to go old school and cut up magazines. Um, Blaze, do you have struggles with limiting beliefs? Yeah, I definitely think to myself a lot that I can't do stuff. And usually my only workaround is to just tell myself that I can do it or remind myself of things that I have done. But it's definitely still something that I struggle with. I think it's pretty natural for people to struggle with. Like yeah. our our brains, they just want us to be comfortable. And that means not ever doing anything new and not ever doing anything hard and never challenging ourselves. And if you live a life where you're just comfortable all the time, like at the end of the day, you're gonna be miserable. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like you're not you're not going to get anything you want. You're not going to live the life that you want to live. If you just stay comfy, it's you're going to live a life of nothing. Mhm. Mm yeah, discomfort means you're growing. That that took a long time for me to to get over cuz I I don't really like being uncomfortable all the fucking time, but Nobody now does. I realize that But now <laughs> it it's sucks. it's it does. But I mean, like, that's the thing. You're growing and it, you just need to get exposure therapy. I, I don't believe in exposure therapy to the extent that exposure therapy has been used. But I do believe that for making yourself comfortable in uncomfortable situations in general society, like going to a party and being social, exposure therapy is excellent for that because you're proving to yourself that it's not as bad as you thought it was. And if it's the most horrible fucking thing that you ever did, at least you tried it and you never have to do it again. Or find ways that you can tolerate it. I agree. I think doing the hard things, doing the uncomfortable things is a really good way to grow because it gives your brain evidence that you can do that. And and it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. It's I think brain. as well, though, you can – it's okay to quit. It's okay if you go and do the oh, thing sure. and you're like, I fucking hate this. And you go, do you know what? I'm going to go home. I'm going to get into my jammies. I'm going to forget that this day ever happened. I'm just not going to 
put myself through that again I think that's like more than fine to do as well I think we sometimes put so much pressure on ourselves to get out of our comfort zones that sometimes I think we need to remember like it's okay if you if you tried the thing you didn't like the thing you don't have to fucking do it again no one's gonna force you to it's up to you I think trying is the important part there is it's like do the thing for 10 minutes try for 10 minutes and it's like if you hate it then quit and don't I'm I'm with you like you shouldn't be making yourself miserable under the guise of growing if it's like literally the whole time you're just so miserable like maybe that's (laughs) that's too far on the end of the spectrum like there is power in saying this isn't right for me I'm really uncomfortable I need to go home I'm quitting this like you know, if a job is absolutely breaking you, there's no shame in saying, I'm going to find a new job. I just you feel do a little like, bit at a time too. Yeah. I think a lot of the time as well, a lot of neurotypical people will try and make you feel kind of bad for quitting or bad for like not being able to do something that maybe they find very easy to do. But I know that like a lot of neurodivergent people, like they feel things differently. They, they uh, like experience things differently as well so like what someone else will say is like oh this is easy like why 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 are you quitting like just literally get through it it's like another hour like what are you even doing and actually like it's okay to say no actually I just want to leave and and go like I always like having a like exit strategy in my mind like when I go to work events um I always make my granny (laughs) drop me off so that I can say I've got to go like my granny is picking me up you know she can't be out late she's got to go to bed she fully knows that this is why she drops me off as well like I could drive myself but she knows I'm using her as an excuse and she's more than happy to like send me an angry text or something to be like why aren't you here I'm outside I want to go to bed soon and I'm like thank you thank you so much I love that. I fucking Sorry, guys. Love that. Gotta go. <laughs> Sorry, my grind is getting rid Oh, my God. She's the worst. Like, she just came. I didn't even tell her to come get me. Ugh. Even though I did. Like, I, 100%. I did. I, said, I did that I as a kid home. all the time, too. <laughs> With your I'd mom. I'd be like, mom, say no. And my friend would come up, hey, can she come over? Oh, so sorry. Yeah, same. I used my mom a couple of times. It's such an easy way just... out of things. A lot of the time people won't just take the, oh, I'm, I think I'm just going to go home. Like, I'm quite tired, you know? Like, there's a lot of people that be like, people oh, no, pushy. just have another beer, have another drink. Like, oh, just, you know, just join us for another chat. And I'd just be like, sorry, look, my granny's really angry. I've, I've got to go. That's amazing. I just say no and walk away. I, I'm I just, super good at exiting I'm like, too. I'm like, okay, bye. Like if I decide I'm going home or like even Trey, like if he's like, he'll come to me, he'll be like, I want to go home now. And I'm like, okay, let's go. And I just like get into action. I'm like, okay, everyone, we're leaving. Hi guys. Goodbye. See you later. <laughs> we'll see you later. Yeah, but I do understand that's hard for bit. sometimes. It's hard well, for it's me. I have to always have an excuse because it's just hard for me to say no or I'm leaving. <laughs> I think because if like for me when I try and say no a lot of people are always like oh come on and then I feel it's really awkward to kind of be like mm, and like sometimes I've like swayed by it and I'm like but my That's brain peer pressure really and it's yeah. not it a nice thing you, to do. It's is it, mean is of it, them to do, I think. The but, peer like, pressure is it people awkward is for you or is it the perception that it's awkward? Because like I, I feel like it's it's a perception that it's awkward and it's not awkward because you're an adult. And if you want to go home and play Zelda, I'd be like, all right, I'm going home and I'm gonna go play Zelda. I yeah, they want you to stay, but then I feel like it's 
more like polite that they ask it and it's kind of like the social given that they're like oh no stay and you're like yeah no i'm gone bye and then you just leave i think there's two different kinds like what dana's describing like i've been peer pressured by people before and it's like a relentlessness almost like and it's like it becomes very uncomfortable for the person that's being peer pressured and but I feel like what you're talking about is more like when when people are being friendly and they're like, oh, come on, like stay. And you're just like, no. And they're like, OK. But what Dana's more so, at least correct me if I'm wrong, is like people really being like, like almost aggressive, aggressively, like it's like peer pressuring you, which like I yeah. always have hated. Like literally be like, look, I'm just about to buy you a drink. Like, you know, just stay for this one drink. And I'm like please i'm i need to go like it's just if it, i panics me and i'm like how do i get out okay. of this because they're like literally trying to like buy a drink so i have to stay a bit longer and i'm like that's why my granny my granny if if someone came to the car with me to try and convince her to let me stay for longer see like that's too far no you can't come with me to my grandmother's car what <laughs> Yeah, but I, I feel like I that's the kind of people. Like, yeah, some people because are really aggressive. I, I would... definitely have one person in my life who is kind of aggressive about stuff like that, and it's hard. It's really hard. I don't feel this way with like everyone, but like there's one person in particular that really. Yeah, it just makes it really uncomfortable and it's really hard to like get out of situations like that. <laughs> Is why next time this them. happens, will you channel your inner stuff and just be like <laughs> fuck off? I, I don't tell people to fuck off out loud. It's in my head. You got to say that part in your head. Let's be really clear. Please don't tell people to fuck off in real life. I, like, mean, I can't I don't know. Say we don't if they were peer pressuring me that much, it might get to the point where I'd be like, fuck you, we're leaving. Bye. <laughs> Bruh. I, I, and maybe, maybe I've just been blessed because people for some reason think that I'm aggressive, but I'm just not. I'm just I bet that's what it is. You have a more intimidating exterior. So people don't even try to peer pressure you in the same way as like somebody like me or Dana who might appear more like softer. You know, they well, might think that they can get their way with us. Yeah, right. Silver lining. People want to hang out with you and they feel like they can influence you <laughs> to spending more time with them. Maybe that's, that's nice it. Maybe look at it. want to hang out with me. I'm okay with that too because I didn't really want to hang out with them either. That's why I'm trying to leave. <laughs> I mean – not really though because the people I actually want to hang out with like my best friend she if I say to her like the other day I came to her house and I ended up falling like having a migraine and she was like do you want to leave and I'm like no I'm just gonna like ride it out I'm hoping it's gonna go soon um, and it did eventually which was nice but every time she was like do, do you want to go home like you you don't look great and I'm like nah it's fine it's all good you know I just my brain's not working right now it's all good yeah um, like my actual best friends wouldn't do that like yeah. I could say I'm I don't feel good or oh I just want to play a game and they'd be like okay cool yeah bye. if somebody's <laughs> pressuring you to do anything in like an aggressive way that person is not your friend no and this is why I said it's I just, literally work events. That's why I don't like yeah. going to work events because you feel like you have to go. 
and then like when you're there then they'll be like you'll be like oh I got work tomorrow and they'll be like yeah me too and I'm like okay yeah but I'm not a fucking alcoholic and I don't stay out until 11 o'clock on fucking Tuesday nights you fucking psycho I mean I don't even drink anyway they go to like an after party and then everybody goes to work on Thursday I'm like so no one's getting anything done on Thursday got it I will keep my expectations low see another tip right work events specifically vocalize how long you're staying before you go to the event anytime I go to this monthly event I'm like yeah I'll probably leave by like seven. I'll be there from like open to like seven and then like 645. Like, yeah, I'm probably going to leave in like 15 minutes and then seven rolls around. Bye. And I'm out. There is no, oh, okay. no, I, sorry, I got something going on. See you later. And then I just leave. <laughs> I, get See, I don't out. even leave early. Like I leave about 10 or half 10 o'clock. Like I'm, I'm leaving like fairly late. I mean, it's an evening event. It's like an after work event. So like I'm staying for like, a, a reasonable amount of time it's just when you get to like the last like then everyone's like oh have another beer have another this have another Ugh. that and I'm just like mm, leave me alone um and I'll be like oh my granny's text me and then I leave the trick <laughs> is to leave early enough oh, so that people don't drink like a certain amount so you leave before they start getting yeah. pushy yeah. oh yeah. okay it's it's the the alcohol that causes the pushiness yeah. I think all the yes, work of them are centered around alcohol. So people are they have nowhere to go. That's terrible, Dana. All I your hate, work events are drink. surrounded by alcohol. Literally every time yeah, okay. we like plan, because I'm part of the social committee, every time we plan a social event, it's always like, okay, so should we have drink vouchers? And oh, is there going to be drinks? Or should we get a drinks package? Or like, yeah. hmm, when can we drink? And I'm just like, literally we did this axe throwing thing and you're not allowed to drink beforehand and they were like oh well maybe we'll give out the drink vouchers afterwards so that people can get alcohol and I was like people wanted to have a drink like like a coke or something while with axe throwing maybe like maybe and so everyone was like super thirsty and it was awful and because only they cared about literally alcohol and that was it do people in England? This is a this is a sidetrack. Do they have such an obsession with water bottles like we do here in the United States? Because if we went axe throwing as a work trip, every single person would have a water bottle with them. Yeah, literally, no one had a water bottle, and I left mine at home stupidly. Oh, I take my water so everywhere. super quick tip for work events that contain alcohol: make your first drink always a club soda with a lime. No one will ever ask you if you have a drink because it looks like a vodka tonic or like a vodka soda or something. And then you can gauge kind of the room by after that first drink when everyone's going back for their second if you even want to have a first drink. That has been like the greatest life hack ever. (laughs) I never drink at work events. It's just it doesn't seem like a good idea just for me personally. I always just have a Coke or a lemonade. I went out to eat this past week with two of my coworkers, and we all got a drink because we can put it on our company card. But um, where was I going with this story? Drinking. (laughs) Company card. Booze. Work event. How much are you drinking? Work event. People getting drunk. Don't have a drink. Oh, yeah. We were talking about, like... (laughs) We were talking about our uh, bosses, and apparently, like a lot of the like higher ups, they'll they'll really start drinking. That's crazy, yeah. Dana. Could you just make everybody at your work really uncomfortable by 
saying that you're going to start a sober journey and that you don't want to be around alcohol, (laughs) then you would have an excuse to not go to any work event. I'm so sorry. I'm practicing sobriety and I I can't be around alcohol. I could, but I've worked there since I was 18 and everybody knows that I don't drink. (laughs) So yeah, my whole work like team knows like I just don't drink. Take it to the next level and tell them you're working on being straight edge. And you really want to just focus on on sobriety and straight edgedness, and you don't want to be around alcohol. <laughs> I feel like that's a given, though, in the UK. Like wherever you go, it's normally centered about around a bar or a pub, or like. And I'm just like, mm, can we center around food instead? And then I'll be that. I- Dude, I feel the same way. Like, I work in cannabis. I cannot fucking believe how many cannabis events have alcohol as the focus. I do not fucking understand. Do y'all That's not have edibles at your disposable? Like, do you <laughs> not have I – mean, they mix. They smoke and drink. So then you get people oh. that are, like, really fucked up. Crossfaded and – like, Oh, cool. yeah. No. You wonder why I leave at 7? That's why. <laughs> Don't want to be around that. I'd rather play Zelda with no pants on. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Today was a good episode. I like this. This was great. I want to talk more about this with you guys. I know, right? I guess to kind of wrap this up, what is all of your biggest takeaways from this episode? I can start because I wrote one down, (laughs) which I didn't do last time. Um, Hearing everybody talk about their like own ways of like finding gratitude and like seeing positively, I just think was really cool because um, it was it was just really nice to hear like your guys's perspectives on that. I thought it was really beautiful. I think I know that you will struggle like not in a horrible way like that you're all suffering or anything but it's just nice to know that I wasn't alone because like sometimes I feel like I say something and then someone's like oh yeah I don't really struggle with that and then I think oh my god maybe it's me maybe there's something wrong with me like why am I struggling with this when no one else struggles with it so it was nice to know that we were kind of all in this together and we all have different ways of dealing with it so like you know I can take bits from other people's ways and maybe find a better way to deal with with it myself that's the power of friendship. <laughs> I know there's a better song for that, but that's what came to my brain. <laughs> I think like My Little Pony has a good one for the power of friendship. We'll have to look it up. We'll make it our theme song. Um, I, I'm going to call it a belief because it is a belief, but I'm fully invested in the belief that positive thinking works. I have changed my – I'm not going to be like, it changed my life. But no, like I'm genuinely a happier, healthier like person for it and I'm much nicer to people and I'm much nicer to myself and it enables and empowers me to do the things that I was too afraid or too insecure to do and it makes me want to be healthier in other you know, areas. If I have good mental hygiene, then I want to have good physical hygiene and I want to get in shape and I want to take care of myself and I want to put good foods in my body and I want to make this meat sack that my brain is controlling work better. And got to start with the thing that's controlling the meat sack, right? We're just fucking brains, guys. It's just brains with meat sacks. That's all we are. <laughs> I think my biggest takeaway is to remind myself that I can do things. 
and to not say that I can't because you know you can <laughs> yeah do it you need an affirmation that's like I can do this and I am capable or something like that <laughs> put it on my phone like every day <laughs> ooh wallpapers I'm writing that down mm-hmm. oh my gosh yes well Thank you guys so much for listening in. We hope that you found some value. Join us on Discord to access resources mentioned in each episode and find your people. Follow us on social media and tune into our next episode. Um, The next topic is body positivity and self-acceptance. How to love your body and your mind. I'm excited for that one. I'm so excited. I'm sorry I won't be there. Oh, please. We'll miss you. Yeah. We'll have to get your your talking points beforehand. Bye. (laughs) Bye.